I don't remember if I told you or not. We're also doing our truck day special because it's uh, not oh, another nice. Sox podcast lore that we get really hyped for it because uh, it's so <laughs> dumb. Um, so yeah. so it, we should be able to drop tomorrow or on Tuesday. Um, it's and it's gonna be tomorrow's our truck, truck day. day. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, this is Joe Castiglione, and you're listening to Not Another Sox Podcast. Can you believe it? Jury duty you got tomorrow. jury duty. Oh, I've never had to do that. But. Is this your first time doing jury duty? Yes. Um, it's kind of fun the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. Web, whenever you want to get us started, and I won't interrupt. Okay. Um, and if you do, I'll drop you from the call. I don't know if I can do that, but I you can't. Like one you of us can. Probably one okay. of us with admin yeah. privileges. Okay. Um, alrighty. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah, we stopped doing the episode numbers. We kind of gave up on that. Yeah. Buenas noches. Yeah. Sorry, go Buenas noches, amigos, and welcome to another episode of Not Another Socks Podcast. I'm here with, uh, Ian Doran and special guest. Doink Patrol. Doink, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, tell some of the listeners uh, that might not know you, even though you're by far the most popular online out of, <laughs> of, uh, well, of us. Well, a little bit about not yourself. Always, not always for my baseball takes, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Doink. I, I, am a, I am a Red Sox fan, if you'd believe it or not, <laughs> through all this. I'm on a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go it's, ahead. Yeah. I'm a like we were saying before we started recording. Uh, I'm a Red Sox fan living in New York, which is always a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, great. I'm actually. the Red Sox fan living in New Jersey, so I get it. It's it's uh, it's great when I was there in 2018, and I can rub it in their faces. But mm-hmm. I can't imagine it's very fun right now, even though it's not like the Yankees have done really too I mean, much. Which is their only yeah, like I I haven't had a bad time at Yankee Stadium in like five or six years. So like, I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Probably because you I've haven't like, been there. Cause you're a Red Sox fan. No, I, I, I still, you know, I still show up. Unfortunately, I buy my, <laughs> buy my second hand tickets. Actually, no, last year I did. This was funny. Uh, when everyone was, when all the Yankees fans were doing, like when they were doing their little boycott, I actually mm-hmm. did buy tickets directly from the Yankees website, <laughs> uh, for a Red Sox series. I thought that was funny. Um, Got to support Brian Cashman and all his endeavors. Yeah, Um, buying baseball tickets directly from the team sounds just so old-fashioned at this point. It's like it it was crazy. Yeah, it's like the John Mulaney bit. Like, oh, it's like when your grandma used to say we should shoot jacks down by the soda fountain. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just not something that like you even think of like checking the Red Sox website. Maybe this year, but um, uh, not usually. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Red Sox ticket prices will change too much this year anyway, despite them spending less money on the team in the coming year. The yeah, end. don't worry. You, you get the Fenway experience. What what more could you want from uh, this multi-billion dollar organization? I hey, mean, you they, can, yeah. You can get your tickets at Costco now. So That's true. Go, go, on down, go on down to Costco. Get yourself a what, – what was that deal? It was like 129 <laughs> bucks for like – two right field boxes and like a hot and like a hat 
Yeah, it, it didn't even seem like that good of a deal at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I guess the hats are kind of cool, depending on, like, the quality of them. Um, I've definitely seen some of the giveaway hats where it just looks like it was uh, made in, like, some sweatshop, and uh, they didn't really put in anything into it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think um, 65 or 75 bucks or however much it was for uh, two tickets. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'm 69 not... Yeah, the sixty nine after tax. I think it was sixty nine dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably. Probably not worth it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think That's... the thing. I think the thing <laughs> that actually gave me most upset. For reaction. Yeah. Go ahead. Just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck her. I, I like some people got upset about it. It's like one of those ticket sales things. But the thing I was most upset about was the Yankees actually had a better offer. They had um, $100 for two lower-level tickets and $30 off of uh, concessions. I was like, that's actually, like, a pretty good deal, like, depending yeah, on, like, what games that you can pick, if it's not, like, a Tuesday night, you know. But I was like, that's actually, like, some good Costco value right there. $30? Yeah. Isn't that the price of, like, one Fenway hot dog? Yes. Or, yeah. like, half of a Coke? That's a beer, Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one of, like, the $9 smart waters that you have to buy because Dasani puts, like, salt in their water and you don't want to drink it, so. Yeah, uh, Dasani, if you're listening, that. we hate you. Yeah. Take the salt out of your water. Just let it be water. There doesn't need to be yeah. salt in it. We don't need to be thirstier for water. Yeah, that I couldn't tell you the last time I had a Dasani. I avoid those, like, the plague. It also just tastes disgusting. Like, it's, like, my least favorite water good. drink. It's not, yeah. not a good product. No. At that, at that point, I just buy a $30 beer, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, one of the uh, butt lattes might hydrate you even more, actually. <laughs> well, now that now that we've got just such a fantastic introduction, um, ladies and gentlemen, audience members of the podcast, we're here to discuss Truck Day, the best yes. day In any baseball season, truck day is when they load up the trucks to drive down to Florida for spring training. Jack Webster has been an attendant. Doink, I don't know if you've attended truck day in your life and times. But tell us a bit, uh, Jack Webster, get us started with some of the lore on truck day, what it means, and how the process works. And then we can get into shitting on the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. Um, I usually pregame truck day every year. It's sometimes hard <laughs> to find out when it was, especially like after COVID. They didn't really want a lot of crowds gathering. But now you can kind of start celebrating truck day um, as everybody should um, in the streets of Boston on a Monday morning at 10 o'clock, uh, chugging uh, some Budweiser's, uh, some Coors Lights. And uh, just watching people, you know, do their uh, laborious job of putting bags into trucks. Nothing really gets me more <laughs> excited and uh, riled up um, on a Monday morning like that. And then I think the best part about it is, too, like n- like they used to come down to McCoy Stadium in uh, Providence, or in Pawtucket, I should say. Um, and it was great. Like, I remember um, uh, working one of the truck days there and seeing all those perverts out there uh, in, in a literal just parking lot. Yeah. And now the, now the perverts get to do it in Worcester, Massachusetts, um, which is even sadder somehow. But um, it, it's a joyous day. Um, 
I, I can't wait to celebrate it. And if you're listening now, hopefully I got to interact with you at Truck Day. I know a lot of our listeners are going to be there too. And uh, if you see me, give me a high five. Um, I'll hand you a Not Another Socks podcast sticker. Are you going to Truck Day tomorrow? Yeah, I, I took the day off of work and everything. You're like, <laughs> I live 10 feet above you. You are not going to Truck Day. Uh, yeah, well, uh, once you see me at Truck Day on the news, on the Red Sox Twitter, uh, you're, you're gonna look pretty silly. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think you're going to Truck Day. I think you're misleading the listeners into believing you're going to Truck Day. Are you calling think, me a fibber? I am. I think oh, people gosh. are gonna show up to get a Not Another Sox podcast sticker and be met with disappointment. Yeah. Especially since, um, by the time you're listening, like, Truck Day will already be over. Like, not if unless, I get it out. Like, I better have gotten my sticker. Yeah, yeah. No, if you get it out within the next, like, three hours, maybe, like, Kyle Sullivan and, like, three other people will be able to listen to it. Not my mom. My mom doesn't listen to this show. She doesn't love me enough, but, yeah. And your Canadian girlfriend. Yeah, I know. She, she we'll have a listener. Yeah, she, she does have a sticker. I don't know if Kyle has a sticker, though, so... Um, Kyle's the more OG. Let me take a note here. Yeah. Send Kyle Sullivan a sticker. Yeah. Um, anyone listening, if you want another socks podcast sticker, feel free to shoot us a DM on, uh, formerly known as Twitter or any other way you know how or want to contact us. Shoot us a message. Say, I would love a sticker. Give us a, the best mailing address to receive a sticker, and we will send you a sticker. Good deal. Yeah, you're doing all the work on this one, buddy. Uh, I'll provide you with the stickers, but you're writing out those. What addresses. do you mean yeah. I'm doing all the work on this one? You took tomorrow off from work. Yeah, to go to truck day. <laughs> Pretty busy. Yeah. Were you even listening? Like, Are you driving the truck? Are you driving the truck? Yeah, um, I, just, <laughs> I got my CDL just for this. Um, just so I could be more involved with Truck Day. That's, that's not a small deal. Yeah, I know. It, it, it was a lot that's of pretty crazy. Work. Yeah, but now now I have that forever, and they can't take it away from me. Yeah, I think they. You're right. No, yeah, it, it, this this is America. Last time I checked, if I were I mean, to what, describe, what is more thrilling, really? Yeah. <laughs> if fright. I if I were to yeah. describe the authoritative order. That we live in in America, it would be police officers, federal agents, TSA agents, CDL licensed truck drivers, and people, and then above that, people who are forklift certified. Oh, uh, Doink, are you Doink, you're forklift raising your hand. certified? I am forklift certified. I don't like to go. I don't like to go bragging about it, but wow, yeah. wow. Wait. It- that, that is some uh, deep knowledge right here. I, I didn't know we were in the presence of someone who was forklift certified. But don't make me fact check it. Please confirm. Are you forklift certified? Yeah, no, I'm not lying about that one. Yeah. That is not. Yeah. I'm like, wow. you heard it here for ladies and gentlemen. Doink is forklift certified and yeah. we will be sending Doink a Red Sox style forklift. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's and a, if that's you a, that's want budget. a Red Sox yeah. style forklift, send us your address. We'll throw one in an envelope. We'll send you a Red Sox style forklift. Wow! Only if an you're forklift certified. Style. We're we're not in the we're not in the business of giving yeah. uncertified people forklifts that don't know how to responsibly no. use them, like Doink. They don't deserve it. Stolen valor. Yeah, exactly. I actually I just found out recently that 
you can get uh you could get forklift certified at like sports authority really which that, was that, something yeah. i didn't know and i feel like that's wrong i feel like that shouldn't be allowed yeah like what's the you process of getting forklift certified i want to avoid talking about this red sox team as much as possible it's just a test it's yeah. just like take a little test okay. i just think we'd have better defense if we had a forklift at shortstop this year uh those things can go pretty fast they can definitely yeah. not too, go not faster too, not too rangy not too rangy but yeah if uh, Derek jeter was able to do it out there a forklift can. you're a little you're a little yeah. minimized on your on your movements but yeah, yeah definitely Maybe have to yeah. Yeah. have to anticipate the hit on that one doink i would i would love to hear a bit about uh you and your background and actually most importantly how you became a red sox fan what is your history leading oh, wow. you to being a unfortunately 2024 boston red sox fan um yeah so born and born and raised um Let's my go. mom is my mom's from eastie whole family whole family's out in eastie um and actually like i grew up in the midwest like i lived the largest chunk of my life that's not new york in the suburbs of chicago um and actually my next door neighbor or two doors down uh when i was living in chicago like as a child um he was a pitching scout for the red sox Famous no for signing none other than Michael Bowden. Oh, I don't even wow. know who that is. It's a real deep cut. Uh, he's wow. like in Korea now. <laughs> but Michael Bowden. I don't even think he's in Korea. Yeah. I think he's. Dead. I think he's done in Korea. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like so he was he was super instrumental to like keeping me as a Red Sox fan. Like obviously because him and my mom like bonded over Red Sox stuff and like she just kind of pushed me to him and he like just totally raised me like I watched the 2004 World Series on his living room floor like I remember it so vividly um and yeah just stuck with it yeah I am very happy to hear that I'm also saddened to hear that because unfortunately you are in the same position as the rest of Red Sox nation (laughs) right now missing the fifth pitcher (laughs) Yeah. yeah, maybe we can yeah, sign Michael like, Bowden. I know I'm a little more like, I don't know what the word for it is, but I do live in New York. A lot of my really close friends are Mets fans. The Mets are my, like, NL team. When you spend so much time, like, talking to Mets fans and, like, processing what they've experienced in, like, the time that I've been alive and, like, what I've experienced in the time I've been alive – makes it really easy to like not be super angry at life all the time, which I do appreciate. <laughs> yeah. So I always have that. I'm like, I've experienced so much more joy, uh, approximately four <laughs> times more joy than what they're hoping for. No, infinity which is times like a more. Really cra- yeah. It's a really crazy thing. Like <laughs> what these people are literally willing to like kill and die for. I've experienced four times before I turned 30. Like, Happy birthday. He's, they yeah. hate me. <laughs> Thank the you. left hates this, yeah. Yeah, the left hates it. I'm um, a New York Mets fan when they're winning. Yeah, they're fun when they're winning. But that's it. Last year, they they were a blast. Or not Any last year, I guess. team is fun when they're winning, aren't they? Well, except the Yankees. Except the Yankees. Yeah. Except the Rays a, because they're That's not a baseball team. Anyways, that's a yeah. Ponzi scheme. The Yankees or the Rays? All of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, well, they, the Rays aren't rich enough to be a Ponzi scheme. Neither yeah, are the Red doing, Sox. They're apparently. doing a Ponzi scheme very bad. Coming from the Boston Red Sox fans. Yeah. Um, Doink and I also have matching Tony Canigliaro tattoos. Do you guys both have them on the right thigh? Mine's on my left side thigh. Okay, mine's on my right side, so, ha, oh, man. Never mind, just well, throw that out the window. Nope, they're not matching at all. Yeah, not not really, yeah. I you like, guys... they're also, they're, like, different variations, too, which is sick. Like, obviously, every mm-hmm. tattoo is different. Um, Mine is, like, also quietly a nod to Fever Pitch, because it's, like, the it's the photo, but, like, in yeah. a wooden frame, like, when he kisses on his dresser. And then I, <laughs> I, like, love the bats on yours. I always thought that was super sick. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit more work done it. I'm getting uh, the actual coat the way it was in Red Sox font underneath. So, uh, yeah. Mom, if you're listening, this is a bad episode to listen to. Where this is this is all joke. Never. I, what are you talking about? Like um, that 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 didn't happen. It, it's only happening in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Your son and uh, and our guest tonight are two halves of one whole Tony Kulingiaro <laughs> tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except they're they're not. This is a dream. If yeah. you are Jack Webster's mom and you're listening, hi, thank you. Yeah, shout out and Lori. This is a this is a fever dream. None of this is really happening. So Ian, when are you getting your Tony Canigliaro tattoo? That's the real question now. Well, it seems like both thighs are taken, so I just don't know where I'd get it. Yeah, right on right the on, right on your forehead. Wow. <laughs> Everyone that heard that slap sound on your podcast, that's going slap sound. You should get two tattoos of Tony Canigliaro, like one just to the left and one just to the right in your face, and one's blue and one's red, so that way when you put on 3D glasses, it looks like you're Tony Canigliaro. Ooh. Just get a black eye tattooed. Ooh. I just (laughs) Just rock rock that forever. Yeah. That actually... That'd be kind of sick. Someone way cooler than me listening to the podcast Someone right now. Yeah. Go get a black eye tattoo. We'll if if you get a black eye tattoo, we will send you on another Socks podcast sticker. <laughs> and and or a forklift. Uh, not and both, it, yeah, not, not both. That's not in the budget. Yeah. Neither is it in the Red Sox budget to get a forklift or a sticker. Yeah. I don't think the Red Sox can afford a forklift right now. Are you kidding me? You know, yeah. there's no work. way Sam Kennedy is forklift certified. They're not forklifting anything onto that truck. No, no, <laughs> that they're gonna not. going to be yeah. all yeah. by hand. They go down to spring training and they unload the back of their 2001 Toyota Tacoma with whatever aluminum baseball bats they have back there. Yeah, and it's very brave of them to use aluminum bats because they can't use them in games. So I know um, you, you have to wonder about like the space construction of it all. So. That that's why they're pros, and you know we're down here celebrating Truck Day instead of being a part of it. What a great segue into a summary of the off season. Uh, obviously, yeah. Jack Webster and I have some very strong opinions about what the off season has looked like. Host Matt LeBeau, if he ever decides to show up to another podcast, does as well. But um, Doink is our yeah. guest and, and esteemed colleague in person, way more popular than us on the internet. Um, we'd, we'd love to hear your two cents on what this Red Sox offseason has looked like for you. Okay. It's not great. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. You guys my. might roll, you guys might roll your eyes at me a bit though right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been saying literally since like the Cooper Criswell signing 
when when was that like November? Yeah, that was like <laughs> the first. Movie like made. that was that the was, first. That was like yeah. the first thing that like happened all off season, and like I think. I handled this really well. I'm actually really proud of how I like managed to emotionally like remove myself from the Red Sox this off season because I told myself when that happened, I said, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to react to anything in a meaningful way until every free agent is off the board, which might it's be fucking, like, it's fucking February 4th. Yeah. <laughs> and there is like the top, like how many got like, I don't know. It's not great. I don't feel great, but I'm still not allowing myself to get upset until the roster is set. Is that fair? No. So you're, you're, okay. it, it's like a time bomb. Like you're like, it, it, you know, in a movie where it's counting down and you have to cut the red wire and the red wire signing Jordan Montgomery and you can still do it. And then there's the blue wire that's like Solaire and uh, you don't know which one that's going to happen. So we still got some time, but uh, definitely weird. a little I don't know. weird. Yeah. yeah, I I have a feeling another pitcher and another batter coming. They have to. It just depends on how good they are. Like that's all it is, and that sucks. But there's a lot of this cut the red wire, cut the blue wire talk. You guys are gonna be so upset when they cut not only no wires. There's no second half to that story. They're not. Yeah, and the, and the bomb explodes. Yeah, the bomb explodes, and the <laughs> yeah. movie's over, and the Red Sox lose the World Series after their fourth game in the new season. It's like the Family Guy bit, where it's like first pitch of the Mets season, and it's over. And um, so that's a very good viewpoint to have. That uh, the off season is not over yet. There's still a lot of guys out there. Obviously, it's been uh, frustrating just given some of the front office comments. This is also our uh, first recording since um, winter weekend um, and the fiasco yeah. that was really adding more fuel to the fire with a lot of uh, disappointments from Red Sox fans and maybe not the best choice of words always. But I feel like they're at least finally being honest, like it's not what you wanted to hear, but this is the actual reality of it. Hmm. Nah. So it's your it's your first recording since winter weekend, which means it's also your first recording since Theo decided to join the owner. Does that do that doesn't move you at all? Um, no, that does. Uh, I I think we're gonna like, get that into that moves, a little later. Like I yeah. I think like if you well we can talk about it later if that's on the plan for later. No, we're, but we're like here. oh no, I'm yeah. taking notes. Yeah. Like you see, this is my this is my little <laughs> yeah. notepad. See where it says nice. Theo Epstein. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so. Yeah, I just, I yeah, that was the plan the, the whole time. Yeah, there thinking. you go. Uh, so I know when <laughs> it first came out, Ian, somewhat of a newer Red Sox fan, didn't know all the... That's not true. I know everything about the Red Sox. Don't let Jack Webster yeah. fool you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doink, don't look at me like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite rude. Interesting. Yeah. If you're one of Doink's followers on Twitter, just know that she is gaslighting me in yeah. front of all of you, and it's quite rude. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Going to, I didn't mean that. I'm reacting emotionally. Tell me more about Theo Epstein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, I think, like, everything that they've said to us fucking sucks shit, and I hate it, and I hate being talked to like a, like I'm a stupid idiot baby. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we, we, we do curses. If I'm, like, it, it makes me feel so stupid the way that this ownership group talks to us, but, like, also... Hiring Theo and, like, the way that this happened is, like, oh, okay, maybe this was, like, well, it definitely was because they've been talking about this since the summer. He's going to, like, groom Craig Breslow into 
a like competent baseball executive. And that is something to be like very excited about. And he's also a guy that like, if you're like making a list of people that John Henry trusts, Theo Epstein is like the, one of the first three people on that list, maybe. Yeah. I think if anybody had like sway in the organization outside of it, it was Theo. I think they always wanted him. I think they, when he came in in September or whenever that was, they were like, Hey, do you want to take the reins on this? And he's like, no, I want to be part of the ownership if I'm going to actually come back. And that's, you know, what it yeah. took. And um, kind of going off to your point of um, Craig Breslow grooming, or sorry, um, Theo Epstein crew, uh, grooming uh, Craig Breslow. He's also the guy that hired him in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something that he really believes in. They already have that instant connection. It's not like an awkwardness of like, oh, this is a new boss, even though I'm just starting. This is a familiar face. Within the organization, he'll be doing stuff for uh, Liverpool and the Penguins and the PGA Golf Tour and all that other type of stuff, too. But just having that um, person a little bit more dedicated to the Red Sox and give them that attention that they need that they probably haven't uh, the last two, three-plus years now, I think really going to build the infrastructure of this organization. You see Breslow already doing it by hiring people like Bailey and Kyle Bodie and um, so a lot. Stoked about Kyle Bodie. Yeah. Like, like that's great. Like we're going to have know. A, it's, it sucks because it's like this year's going to suck, but like <laughs> you, you whatever. I'm like, I'm like, they're, they're going to like the draft this year's going to be fun they're gonna draft a bunch of pitchers which they never do or it's like or it's um what's his face um uh trey ball or uh jason (laughs) groom it's like the worst guy that you could have somehow picked michael bowden another terrible pitcher michael bowden yeah Yeah. sucks (laughs) do you think any level of groomed executive like Craig Breslow after Theo Epstein is done with him. Do you think any level of groomed executive is going to beat a big market team's money? I mean, yeah, we've seen other teams do more with less money. Um, so it's not, it, it's frustrating when you can do both, when you can still make those savvy moves and still spend on Jordan Montgomery or even Yamamoto, which felt like it was on the table at the beginning of the year. Like, mm-hmm. um, when, when you're not doing that 100%, it's kind of more of a question of why other outside of cheapness. But I do like a lot of the uh, direction, you know, uh, Craig Breslow is kind of putting us in with that pitching specifically. Yeah, and Theo is also, like, the guy you want in Henry's ear telling him to spend money because if he can convince you that there's a guy to spend money on, like, he'll do it. He's mm-hmm. done it. It's like that is his thing. So, I don't know. Maybe your baseball cook. history is better than mine. And when I say maybe, I mean it definitely is. I, I'm i as hopeful as a hopeful guy can be. It's been really hard watching two years of the Red Sox not spend money and not have competent executives. Do you think Theo Epstein is going to turn the table on executives across the board for the Red Sox organization? Um, I mean, he's definitely going to have, like, an actual voice. This isn't just, like, an advisor, like, hey, I'm just being a part of the organization. I think ownership kind of actually sees him not as an equal because it's not his money at the end of the day. It's John Henry and Tom Warner's money. It's not even Sam Kennedy's um, either. 
Um, so I think, you know, kind of hiring Theo is what kind of what Sam Kennedy was supposed to be doing the last few years of, uh, kind of being that not just PR piece because he, that Kennedy is more than that too, but like having that be like the brain of the organization essentially mm-hmm. since obviously, yeah, um, Sam yeah. Uh, okay, he is like so insanely washed. What and like the, Theo is like he's just he's going to like be Theo. Like he's going to be aggressive and he's going to be smart and like I'm just excited to have him in Henry's ear. It makes me feel 2% better bumping the percentage up to like 12 about <laughs> signing Jordan Montgomery. So Yeah. Um so like Sam Kennedy was supposed to be replaced by or was supposed to be the replacement to Larry Lucchino, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And they were just two opposite people. Larry is such an asshole. I've met him a few <laughs> times. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, uh, about the first time I met Larry Lucchino. Um, so this was my first day as an intern with the Pawtucket Red Sox back in twenty sixteen. I'm nervous as shit. I'm like essentially shaking that day. And they're like, hey, can you go into the bath or can you go be the mascot pause for this like event that we're doing? I was like, of course, I have to say yes. So I'm in the changing room and in walks um, Larry Lucchino. And like, I'm petrified at this point. And it's like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't I like these uh, new uniforms on the mascot or whatever. And then I just hear him take a fucking huge shit. <laughs> Hell and yeah. I was like, this sounded just like a fever dream. And Hell then yeah. I spent the rest of my day sweaty because I was in a mascot costume, which, Damn. and that was my, that was my first day working in sports. <laughs> and you're still in sports. Something about yeah. that massive poopy inspired it, you to do sports it, forever. Yeah. At, and eight years later, it's still one of the weirdest things that's happened to me. Are you sure? I, been with you through a lot of weird things, man. Yeah, that's, hearing a billionaire shit is right up there. It's <laughs> <laughs> an expensive shit. It is. And then yeah. later I found out he had his own private bathroom. I don't know why he was in that one. To Dude. shit, obviously. You yeah, fucking idiot. Yeah. What are you talking about? Know, right? He made a mess in the other one. <laughs> yeah. He he took too big of a mess just, pie and too small like, a slice. Yeah. Just like hasn't been cleaning up in there. and No. Like that. that, that's that's why they love her. Yeah. They they left because Larry's shits were just piling up in the streets of McCoy Stadium. Clearly, yeah. They, they don't want they, they don't want to talk about it, but yeah, <laughs> it's absolute fact. Then yeah. as we as we have uh, Doink, our our resident expert and guest for this evening on the podcast. Last year, our payroll was at 225. This year, our payroll is currently at 201, with some potential to shed salary here or there. With the other approximately 24 million, assuming that we're staying under last year's payroll of 225, where do you think that 24 million is going for the coming season? Um, well, like I said, I, it's going to be a pitcher. It's going to be a right-handed bat. It just depends on how good they are. <laughs> you could, you know, like, I really don't like that I'm like, okay with trading Kenley, but like, you really don't need him. But if you trade Genley, you can sign Jordan Montgomery and Jorge Soler. Like, fucking do that. I don't know. Do that, and I'll literally, like, the bar yeah. is so on the floor. It, it, will, so it will actually, <laughs> either one even, like, if you sign, like. Either one. And, yeah, and, like, and, and, like another pitcher, maybe uh, 
make a trade with the Mariners because they love making trades. Um, if, if you can find something to do that, just get me a little excited about this team. I, I don't know. I need some motivation to go to Fenway because it's so hard <laughs> to justify spending money to watch like a mediocre team. But like, if there's at least some hope of being a wild card, then like, I'll, I'll give them my $14 for beer. Like, but right now it just doesn't feel like I want to do that. $14, you're getting the beer in the sippy cup, the little itty bitty beer, the I, little small I, one. I did throw this out on Twitter. I still believe Jordan Montgomery will be a red stocking until he is not one. It, it makes I, so much sense. It, they love him. He's right there. He's in Boston They're, with his hot doctor wife. Scott Boris is like beating the shit out of John Henry, like through his cell phone every day, like trying to get like, the way Ken Rosenthal has, like, tried to embarrass us into signing Jordan Montgomery, it's like, this has mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah. Like, he's literally every they're out there saying, like, I don't know why he's not a Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just, that would Do be. Do you ever consider yeah. it's because they hate us? The Red That's Sox true. look at us as the fan mm-hmm. base and they think, wow, I fucking hate those guys. And then they refused to sign a pitcher or a right-handed bat, and we're actually going to move forward with our current 40-man roster into the new season? Yeah, if it's the current 40-man roster, unfortunately, I'm out. I'll still watch games. I'll still go. I'm not a boycott Fenway guy, but just the justification of spent money just feels not reciprocated. My thing is, like, I only get to go to Fenway a couple times a year. I try to go, like, to three weekend series. I, like, drive up and I go with my mom because it's like our favorite thing to do together so i'm like never gonna give that up but like i'm <laughs> never gonna let that down i'm never gonna let never it down gonna never run gonna around run around and... <laughs> never um but like i spend a lot of money at that pro shop and like that's just not gonna happen that's no. like that's gonna be my like boundary that i'm putting up i'm like i don't need anything i have all the jerseys that I need right now. Like, I'm not going to buy a Jersey just cause I feel like it. Mm-hmm. So like, that's where I'm drawing my line this year. Cause I'm only going to be there for like six games anyways. So setting that's boundaries. Yeah. Sounds like you've had a lot of talks with your therapist on the Red Sox. If you're setting hard boundaries that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's just healthy. Um, I am, ex- <laughs> I, I am excited uh, to still go to games. I might, Change, I might not like in protest, but might start wearing just like other jerseys because I have a big collection. In fact, I'm literally you have on a good e- collection. I do. I'm literally bidding on a Bobby Abreu Venezuela WBC jersey oh, yeah. right now. Like this, this is just how I spend my money. And like, I, I need to show these off, like, because I have jerseys like I wear three times ever, and I'm like, I, 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 why did I spend money on this? So I think this is going to be my excuse to really rock out some of the Fenway fit checks this year. It's a good idea. Yeah. Tell us where you think that $24 million is going to go in the next 24 hours while trucks start loading up to go down to Florida. Uh, the PGA Golf Tour, that's where it's going. Unfortunately, yeah, you're yeah. right. It's Who going to the development around Fenway that they're doing, too. I'm sure that plays a factor as well. It's going to hiring a new Liverpool manager. It's going to Sidney Crosby's contract, so... It's not going to us. Why would it? Who would have yeah. would have ever guessed that the owner that, of a baseball team would put all of his money into golf? And I mean, I've never been upset about uh, Fenway Sports Group going out and buying other teams or the PGA. And I think you know, it's fun to it's it, it's fun to like make jokes about it essentially. 
but there's still no reason why this team can't spend, especially while they're yeah. spending in other places. Like when but, when we have a high payroll, who cares what Liverpool or the PGA or the Penguins are doing? You know, mm-hmm. that's the annoying part. Is like the budgets are separate. Like all of these are separate parts of the portfolio like the money doesn't affect the other side whatsoever like there's no reason to be doing this <laughs> I, i'll get mad when the roster's set yeah that's my that's my thing i'm sticking to it also very pro bringing back adam duvall yeah. also very pro bringing back adam duvall like jack webster likes to argue with me in the apartment and if he tries to talk right now i'll mute him because i have the admin ah! i'm gonna mute you <laughs> if we are signing a right-handed bat i am putting money towards adam duvall before i put it towards solaire i'm totally fine with it i'm fine with either but like i feel like i started this off season really like oh, i don't want to bring back adam duvall and then i was like wait a second He's like so he's so fun. Like I and his like swing dis- I think there's like a lot of like really I've seen some good underlying data on like his swing decisions last year and it's just like keep that dude in Fenway. Like yeah. my, my first <laughs> that choice dude. was uh just re-signing Justin Turner, which uh we can get to as well, but um I I wouldn't mind Adam Duvall back especially if it means like getting Moss some time at DH yeah. or um just other guys off their feet here and there having it be a little bit more fluid than just DH that we've kind of had. Like, that's why like JD Martinez doesn't work, even though he do hit big home run. Um, but yeah, yeah. the doubles King though. Like JD, Adam Duvall is, I, can't, gone, I can't do JD. No, we can't do JD. I'm like, yeah. Uh, it's like, when we brought back, all my, yeah, it's like when we brought back Jackie Bradley and they were all like, why? Like, did we need <laughs> to like, do this again? Yeah. Fun yeah. in theory, but maybe not in practice. Yeah. yeah. Like all of my, um, like my Mets fan friends, they, cause they need like <laughs> a third baseman DH type guy. They all really wanted Justin Turner also. And now they're all like, oh no, like let's just get JD. I'm like, you need someone who can play third base. And every time I just am like, he got injured running out to the outfield. Just like never forget that. That is that is where his body is at physically, and I don't think I think he like needs to be in California or he'll die. Mm, that's fair. so he like, can get the state health care out there. Just like the well, like I don't think like the cold is good for a body like that. I don't know. Justin Turner also worried about him next year. Do you think JD stands for Jumbo Dong? Yes. Jumbo yeah, Don Martinez. That's actually yeah. the definition of it. Yeah, it's in the book. Yeah, we're we're allowed to say that now that Section Ten doesn't exist. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Jared Carabas, but uh, we're taking this from you now. It's untrademarked. So taking yeah. a podcast note here. Section Ten, cross out Uno, reverse card. Yeah, it's all written down, yeah. so it's canon. It's canon on. I, I, and for those wondering, I did just win that Bobby Abreu jersey on eBay. So. Yay. Oh, yeah, twenty-seven bucks. Not, not, not hey. bad. Uh, yeah, I'm very proud of myself on that one. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. That is, I only ever needed my roommate slash producer's um, uh, validation that in my life. I mean, it was it was free. It, well, technically, it was twenty seven dollars. But yeah. yeah, this validation is for you. It's my gift to you, Jack Webster. 
Thank you. I this is this is what we do it for. JT, uh, you know what? I'm giving a heart react on Skype right now. I Ooh. am. Yeah. I'm so I'm so validated by that. Yeah, yeah. babe. Uh, JT did not stop with the reactions. I'm starting a conversation. <laughs> you turd. JT did not resign in Boston. It, stop with the reactions. <laughs> All right, I was the thumbs up reaction was acknowledging to stop reacting. I'm gonna mm. raise my hand. I'm going to hit the raise hand button, and then you can only look at me until I put yeah, the hand down. Okay, yeah, so. you know, do it. Do it, I dare you. No. So JT didn't re-sign in Boston. Uh, apparently, conversations just never really got off the ground there. Do you think JT was a guy we needed with so many people who can pick up that DH slot or not? Like, is it is it a better move to grab Duvall or Soler with the amount of outfield depth that we have? that we wouldn't need a DH at at the infield corners. I think it I think it never seemed like JTT was coming back. Like it I remember never did, right? I remember Craig Breslow's like introductory presser, he like specifically talked about like DH like rotation and like wanting to do that and I was like, okay, so our DH is just going to be like one of the outfielders mm-hmm. on any given day, which is like totally fine and like it sucks because I just really wish that that could have fit somehow. I do too. Yeah. It may it makes more sense to go out. It's a very like smart, that. yeah. It's yeah. a very I, smart but, baseball yeah. decision, but I hate it. <laughs> I know. I think uh, Justin Turner will go down as like one of those one or two year deals that like Red Sox fans just endear forever, kind of like Kyle oh, Schwarber or like um, uh, for me Jason Bay or Victor Martinez, like the, that type of person. Is it crazy to say I might, like, look back more fondly on JT's time in Boston than Kyle Schwarber's? Is that crazy? Uh, what a take. It, it was longer for JT. Yeah. It's I not think, crazy. I think it'd be crazy if we had a full year of Schwarber and he threw away 40 or 45 ding-dongs. I, I like, happen. love, I love Kyle Schwarber. I hate that he's a Philly because I hate the Phillies. Same. So, like, I think I've Correct. maybe, like, like retroactively kind of soured on him. And I hated that he brought – I'll never get over bringing over Dancing on My Own. That was none of your business. Yeah, put him in yeah. the dirt, doink. None of his business to do that. So. Right. And ground. now it's a curse. Now Domo's and now a it's curse. a curse. I yeah. love that that happened. That was exactly what should have happened. But I love I, – I just like the song. song. Yeah, it was a banger, unfortunately. Um, I remember back in, like, the October of 2021, like – I would literally just be playing that all the oh time. God, all the time. It, yeah, it, it, it snuck into, like, my Spotify, like, number two my spot, like, like, literally just, like, last minute, like, getting the homework in since it's not, like, even in, dis- or, like, end of the year when Spotify does it. So I was like, I really got to start listening to this song. Right yeah. here, why can't you see me? I think I'm pretty sure that's how we introduced the first uh, Not Another Socks podcast episode all the way back then. And it's so funny hearing the um like original version and it's a lot more sad because like I like the Tiesto or however you pronounce his name version where it's like a, a fucking banger. Oh, I'm I'm pro Robin. 
Yeah, Pro Robin. Yeah. And I am currently looking for new representation. So if you're an agent and you're listening to this podcast and you like what you hear, give me a call. You can find me on X, Twitter, iandoran.com. Just let me know. I'm here to work for you. And obviously, I'm just such a good singer. Um, but back to the Red We're Sox. always saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are we sure? One thing. <laughs> you're right. I can keep singing. We don't. Yeah. Have to no, okay. About no, that. let's talk yeah, about the sure, Red Sox. Yeah. That's so much less painful. No, on the end. We could talk about how the one thing I'm, I'm not worried. I think Justin Turner, I'm a little, I'm worried about him finally being like a good presence in that Blue Jays clubhouse. I'm not worried about his bat really as much, surprisingly, but I feel like that Blue Jays clubhouse has always been like a guy away from like being good. And I'm really not excited about that. I will say there's a hundred percent chance that, like, Justin Turner is going to hit a go-ahead, like, bases clearing triple in the ninth inning at Fenway. Yeah. And uh, we're all going to – Or, no, not triple. Bases I'm like, Justin yeah. Turner's not hitting a yeah, triple no, in Fenway. That's pretty crazy. That if he's like, hitting a yeah. triple, he's hitting it for the cycle against us at the bottom of the ninth inning for a walk-off. It, it, it's going to hit, like, Kurt Cobain's shotgun to the face. Like, it is going <laughs> yeah. to just be it'll, the worst it, thing ever. Certainly, it'll, that, like, the revenge hits are absolutely going to happen. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. That, like, left field at Rogers Center is low-key kind of massive. Mm-hmm. Um, So that'll be interesting. Yeah. And I saw he, like, Justin Turner made the list of, like, top ten Third baseman on MLB Network, and I was like, like that, that is so generous for a guy that played seven like, games I'm sorry. third base. Yeah. Your third baseman is Isaiah Kainer-Falefa. It is yeah. not Justin Turner. <laughs> like, you can play, like, Turner a little bit at first. It was hilarious that we put him at second base last year. Like, it, and he it, didn't look terrible. He had, that, he had that, like, one insane play where he, like, dove. Yeah. That was sick. It's it's such a shame that, like, it was the one and done because, like, if it was another year and we somehow snuck into the postseason and, like, Justin Turner would have been, like, not, like, an all-timer, but, like, part of Red Sox lore where now it's, like, he's kind of during a forgettable 2023 season that we'll probably never really bring up again. Like He's going to be one of the only reasons I ever remember that season. Yeah, there was not a lot to remember about last season. Thanks for that. Why can't you see me? Oh, I'm giving It's It's been a rough offseason. Losing JT sucks. I don't think he fit. I don't think he fit on the roster with our current needs. Obviously, the best fit for us is a pitcher, but I don't see that $24 million going to anyone worth it. And maybe Jacob I Junis. I wouldn't mind Junis. No way, dude. I have <laughs> I have no faith that he would sign Michael Lorenzen. Maybe that's just me. It know. doesn't even really make sense at that I mean, point because, yeah, no. Like, I yeah, might actually yeah. take a starting over Michael Lorenzen, which is saying a lot, but. Because you um, hate Tanner Houck. You actually want to fight Tanner Houck. Yeah, I do. Whoa. I don't hate Tanner Houck. Um, I just you tell don't me every day. You're like, God, if I could fight Tanner Houck right now, I would. Which yeah. is brave because Tanner Houck's like six foot something, dude. Yeah, and you are not. All that I would do is need to get a um, uh, COVID vaccine and then. <laughs> you were gonna say that he would yeah. run away from you. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's kind of like um, uh, he does have know. a metal plate in his face, though. 
So Is he really? Oh my god. So you don't even need a vaccine, just chase him with a magnet. Yeah. Oh yeah, no oh. problem getting hit. That I could forgot work. about that. I was yeah. thinking more like you can't punch him in the face because yeah. I was well, thinking more like we head to Walmart and we get the bag of alphabet magnets that you like hang on your fridge and we go find Tanner Houck at spring training and we throw them <laughs> at him to spell a word. If you're Tanner Houck and you're listening to this, this was Jack Webster's idea. He's been trying to fight you for like two and a half weeks. <laughs> Imagine if they like actually put magnetic metal in your yeah. face. <laughs> that would be convenient. Like you could put your keys up there, never lose them. Like um, you could put your phone there with like the new magnetic you could cases charge your and charge phone. it. You yeah. Charge <laughs> this is what Elon Musk's new Neuralink is going to look like. I don't even trust that man to run a stupid website I yell on baseball for, nonetheless, to put a microchip in my brain. Nope. Yeah. What yeah. about to put fridge magnets on your forehead? That, you know, um, I might do anyways. I got, like, that good COVID juice, and now I have the 5G, so I feel like I should be magnetic. I need a bunch of batteries, too. I think that might help. Uh, when I get downstairs later, I'm going to grab all of the alphabet magnets off the fridge and throw them at you at 97 mile per hour fastball or maybe an 84 mile per hour sweeper. You know, that's just how I roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been good at pitching like that. You know, it might be hard to believe, but somewhere between the 201 million we're spending right now and the 225 that we spent last year, like my rate is right, is right in that sweet spot, like between those two numbers. So if if you hear anyone looking for a pitcher, I can I can throw baseballs and magnets. Yeah, you know what? You can slot in that three spot for us right now. I, I believe in you. You think I'm a three, dude? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on, on this, this club, team, maybe a two, yeah. On this team, I'm the two for sure. Yeah, like behind Bayo, I guess. Doink, I, I have a great and somewhat controversial pitching question for you. And Jack Webster's heard this, so he'll throw his opinion in in just a moment. With our current rotation, Brian Bayo is the one. He is the one in our mm-hmm. current rotation. At what point does Brian Bayo become the two? Like, what is the pitcher that we sign that moves Brian Bayo to the number two slot? And what is the player right beneath that that would be the number two behind Brian Bayo? Where is the line that moves him from his ace status? Oh, man. Who's he? Like, ever, I can I can assume everyone's still a free agent, right? Like, that's... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, no. No, you uh, like, no lost like Otani. The, the no Yamamoto. That are realistic to you. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate, like, you know, it's not... He's not an ace either, but, like, Jordan Montgomery bumps him down to a two. You think the line is Jordan Montgomery and up is your one, and anything below Jordan like, Montgomery is the two? Uh, ah, it yeah. Depends, like, I mean, it depends on, like... I gotta find. I need to just like who else <laughs> is available, right? Because it's like Montgomery and Snell are available. Lorenzen, fucking yeah. all these jabronis. Like, Home yeah, I think it's jabronis. I think it's just like Snell and Montgomery, and then like maybe if they signed like a vet of some sort, that it would just be like you kind of have to put him above him. Yeah. Sure. If you're I looking at the trade, but like maybe like uh, Luzardo, the Jesus Lizard, or oh well, I mean, if yeah. we're trading, yeah, like if yeah, you're trading that's for someone. the other thing to bring up, right, is if we trade for, I mean, fingers crossed, if we're lucky, a guy like George Kirby, 
George Kirby is your one. Is Logan yeah. Gilbert your one over Brian Bayo? I would say yeah. so, yeah. He finished For top sure. ten Cy Young voting last year. Or, no, that was Kirby, but Gilbert is a little bit more polished than Bayo. I would not be surprised if Bayo ends up being better even, um, especially under um, Andrew Bailey and Bodie and Breslow and everybody else. But, oh. yeah. Like, wow. Brian okay. Bayo with, like, a good pitching coach is about to be something. Yeah. Like, he his game planning is going to be so much better. Like, I remember just, like, screaming during so many Brian Bayo starts. Just, like, the game calling was just horrendous sometimes. And I'm just, I think Bailey's going to bring out, like, some of his really strong yeah. pitching characteristics. And I'm very excited for Brian yeah. Bayo to be here. He- uh, Bailey's gonna teach uh, Brian Bayo how to pitch during the day, and he's gonna yeah. teach uh, Cutter Crawford <laughs> to pitch at home. Which he had like a six ERA at home and like a two uh, fifty ERA on the road, very reverse. And if you can get those two guys figured out, the rotation the it gets like is, it gets sneaky, like pretty sick. If yeah. the two of them can like take a step, Nick Bavetta hopefully can be productive for you again, and like. Those are three spots you have, like, that you know. Lucas Giolito will be there, too. Hopefully he's more of the old guy. We, we've we talked he's, about him before. He's um, going to throw a lot of innings, and that yep. is a godsend. And he'll give up some home runs along the way, and he'll be fun <laughs> yeah. on social media and, like, his video game uh, blogs and everything like that. So good vibes type of dude. Um, yeah. I certain I I like Lucas Giolito as a guy. Yeah. I've been following him throughout his career, but yeah. Isn't there so, who's he like boys? I feel like he's like boys with someone, but I can't quite remember. Okay, Google. Who is sure. Lucas <laughs> Giolito boys friend? with? Yeah. Oh, I don't it know. says Maybe. something about a dog playing baseball. Airbud. Is is there anything in the rules that says the dog can't play baseball? No. No, Jack Webster way in. Oh, you walked away. This is your podcast, you silly, goofy <laughs> goofball. I, I had to plug in my uh, charger because I always forget my laptop battery has, like, just enough time for the show. So sometimes I'm like, shit, I need to plug this in last minute. But I had it here this time at least. I'm glad you uh, could rejoin us. We're talking about if it says in the rule book whether or not a dog can not, play baseball. I, I can hear. Um yeah, I mean, we've been over the uh, buddy verse before on this podcast, I think before he joined us. Um, so I think Airbud could actually fill in that, um, like, outfield DH spot for us pretty well. Um, he gets on base. He can definitely steal, uh, which I think is something that we could use a little bit more at, like, the top of the order and everything. I think he's a pretty good fielder. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to Airbud, uh, the, uh, 10 year, $300 million contract, uh, bring us up to the luxury tax. We don't, we don't need more fielding. We need more pitching. You can do that too. Yeah. You can do both. There's you no have a lot of faith in Airbud. Airbud's a two way star. Yeah. Charlie Otani has nothing on that Airbud. With the current landscape of baseball, you think Airbud's skill set has arisen to the level of the demands of baseball players of today? Yes. For sure. That's going to be, be a good question He's a good boy. Yeah. He's a he very a good boy. boy. <laughs> well, not only that, now you have um, uh, all the buddy ver- or uh, the Air Buddies where you could actually field the whole team now. Like, 
Have you ever considered just trading away everybody and just having a bunch of golden retrievers out at that would be Park. such a good minor league theme night mm-hmm. if any mli milb teams are listening you owe me twenty dollars if you do that mm-hmm. that would be such a good theme night i'm going to google right now how many air buddies are there how many air bud dogs are there let's find out Airbud is the proud father of five adorable puppies the hip-hop and b-dog lovely rosebud Mellow Bud, uh, dirt loving Mud Bud, <laughs> and the big fella Butter Ball. What? I was actually watching Everybody's Air, Halloween, and the main character in it, the main human, um, is uh, Skylar Gazzano, who's. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, he's in that? Yeah, he's in that. He's a kid. He's a literal child actor. And, like, I just, he looks the exact same. Like, is he in any of the other ones or just that one? I, I mean, I haven't seen all of them. Because I might need to, I might need to like rewatch them if yeah. I like memory hold that the kid is Skylar Gasano because I love him. Yeah, it, it's very clearly him, and it just makes me laugh every time that like I saw him on the screen. It just like it was so adorable. It really was. You guys are missing the point. Like, stop getting into the buddy universe. Listen to me. What I'm saying is there are not enough buddies to cover the entire baseball diamond. You need nine. You need nine, and there are five buddies. Plus dad, maybe, and I guess mom, so seven, which isn't enough. It's just not. not. Do they not have friends? Can yeah. I get some get some buddies? Okay, uh, Google. I'll bring Petey out there. Air yeah. buddies. We'll get have, smokes out there too. Smokes is all. She's all for it. I don't even know who that is. That's my dog. Yeah. Aw. Hi, Smokes. She's what kind not, of dog is Smokes? She's not around, but she's a she's a terrier mutt. She's a terrier. Can she play second not, base? Not, uh, probably not. She's got tiny little arms. Mm. Gotcha. So probably and first base. Justin Pedroia. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Where do you put a, a tiny arm baseball player? Is that your first baseman or is that your catcher? Catcher. Yeah, she's the she's team. a really good frame. She's really really good framer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will take her over Reese McGuire. Um, I don't think we can do that to upset Brian Bayo though. Like they're friends. No, like at this point you like you need to keep him. Like you can't cut Brian Bayo's best friend. No, I know. Like that's just yeah, they're boys. Bad. It's like when we DFA'd um Kevin Plowecki and half the clubhouse uh cried after. <laughs> like it, it, we just can't let Reese go. I think we I think we can. I think there is more tears over Kevin Plowecki than there would be over Reese McGuire. And Reese McGuire, if you're listening, which we know you are because all of you are. Yeah. It's it's all Jack Webster's fault. He wrote this entire episode by hand. He's been Mm -hmm. going after Tanner Houck and yourself for weeks now. And I just don't think you should take that from him. Reese McGuire. Yeah, no, it's okay. He can he can um, take his talents to um, the Dollar Tree parking lot. <laughs> That's where he does his finest work. Yep, yep. Yeah. It was so funny, like over seen over the uh, off season too. That like one viral oh, TikTok where and getting like, like canceled on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, where like it was so clearly obviously him without saying his name, and it it was just way too fitting. And now he's back on Instagram too. I follow him and like. It, like, it takes all my courage not to be an asshole, like, uh, on there. Um, I love it. Well, Good for him that he can just, like, yeah. <laughs> block the noise out. I mean, yeah. Oh, so you know what? Ridiculous. So what? You know what? Men can't can have hobbies. I, I'm not judging by any means. 
Um, uh, it was actually funny though, seeing all the, um, uh, Linda Henry Instagram posts about like the PGA tour, like on Instagram and all the comments not it being turned off, not because of Red Sox fans, because of yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool fans. fans. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> vicious. Like they hate them. They also like, they have a lot more reason to hate them than we do. They do. Yeah. Like they hate them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all those like pictures that you see of like FSG out and everything, that is all Liverpool fans. That is not Mm -hmm. Red Sox fans. Like we might be making some of. I know it's really it is really funny that Red Sox fans just kind of like stole the (laughs) the exact logo. It's like "Mm, I know. And then like you actually see like uh, satirical like uh, ownership fan cam videos that I've been begging to using my bookmarks this entire off season and just have not been able to at all. So those are uh, collecting dust. Um, but um, yeah, I hate them. I hate, I hate them. Two final questions as we wind down this podcast. First, <laughs> Doink, can I see your knuckles? My knuckles? Yeah, what do they say? Take care. <laughs> nice. Wait, so do you hit them with the right first and then follow up with the left? Or is it backwards because we're on Skype? <laughs> don't believe in violence. What kind of yeah. <laughs> what kind of guests are you bringing on this? Yeah, I know. I don't believe Cowards. in violence. That's who I'm bringing on. Apparently, Cowards. yeah. I don't discuss violence. Shadow. Hear no evil, see no evil. Yeah, exactly. Well, with with knuckles that say "take care," I would have hoped that means like "good night," like "go to sleep." But maybe that's our other podcast about the Fenway Sports Fighting Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final question for the team as we're winding down, and it has been asked before, but I always love asking guests, what is your wish list as we get ready for truck day tomorrow or today, whenever this ends up being released, time is a construct. What is your wish list between now and the start of the season that puts the Red Sox at least in a wild card spot? Good pitcher. Yeah. Good right-handed bat. Keep going to the well. Keep going to the well with that one. It's Jordan. It's, it's it's Jordan Montgomery and it's Adam Duvall. Uh, and honestly, like it sucks that this is something that I have to like say out loud. But like, I am the world's biggest Blake Snell hater, <laughs> and I've like fully talked myself into like being okay if they're the stupid team that gives him like seven fucking years. Yeah. Or whatever, like uh, he's gonna get because he's gonna get something stupid now. Unless he just gets like a really, I feel like he could get like a really weird like two year, or like some weird opt out type of I'm thing. I'm scared yeah. of some of the contracts that have been handed out this off season. Like I straight up do not. Not like, from the Red Sox. <laughs> what is uh? What was the Hector Neris like? Four years and three opt out. Was that Hector Neris or was no? That... Uh, Wandy Peralta. That was uh, Wandy. Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, that is so weird. Well, it's kind of like what they gave to Michael Waka, and like, just, yeah, it was like, oh, it's like a four year, fifty million dollar contract, but really it's a one year deal, and if they're bad, so they can weird. just keep rolling on that so you're banking on them actually being good any one of those four years to opt yeah. out i know but if it's it, like the the wandy ones are all like player options like he'll just he's just gonna pick those up if he sucks yeah that's what i'm saying like they <laughs> want him to do yeah. good so that way he doesn't pick it up like yeah that's what they're know. hoping for why are you a snow hater 
I'm sorry. I said two more questions. Oh, you get a free. Yeah, that's, that's a okay. bonus question I, for I free. think he is like a miserable baseball viewing experience. Because yeah. he's ugly. Like, I I cannot. Yes. And I can't like I get angry watching him pitch on a team that I hate. I can't even imagine having to like root for this guy and be like, you know what? It's totally fine that there's a guy on second and third with two outs. Like Blake Snell's going to get out of it. Like I'm not going to be telling myself that it's, it's agonizing watching him pitch. And not only that, like he, he, he is the weirdest <laughs> two time Cy Young award winner. Cause yeah. like he had like two years where if it was a better like pitching class in his respected league each time, he probably wouldn't have won it. And then the rest of the years where he hasn't won it, he's been average to below average. Yeah. Nick Pavetta has more two win seasons than like than um Blake Snell at this point. It's very weird. I yeah. don't know what to make of him. And for me, it's hard to give a long term contract to somebody where I'm. I don't know how he's going to be next year. Nonetheless, four or five years down the road, I feel yeah, more like, confident in Jordan Montgomery even like being consistently decent compared yeah. to uh, you know what you're yeah. getting you know what you're getting with Jordan Montgomery and you're just paying because he just pitched in the World Series and that's just a premium no matter what it's like Blake Snell what he asked for like nine years from the Yankees or something right? I think he asked yeah. was it six years 270 or was it nine years 270 I thought it was like I thought it was like nine to 90 for some reason yeah I don't know but like out of your mind absolutely out of your mind to do that do you guys see that fart sound i just made was, was it a fart yes i'm okay. i farted nice yeah um yeah if we sign blake snell i think i'll be more surprised than anything i'll be happy i would be shocked yeah, yeah it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense and it was so funny that that one dude i think it was his name is jake uh he posted like Fortnite oh. on the Fenway scoreboard like a few yeah. weeks ago and everyone's like oh of course this is for like Blake Snell like and then it turns out it was like some make-a-wish thing with like yeah. some Fortnite uh content creators and uh it was, it, it was just so funny seeing all the reaction to it and Blake Snell saw it yeah he did but he was like haha or like something <laughs> I don't know whatever I'm like that there's no way that dude wants to live in Boston I'm like no he's either a giant or a mariner somehow. Hey, Yankees are closing in, but this isn't a Yankees podcast and it never will be. I don't think he's going to be. I don't, I don't see it. I think as soon as they heard the price tag, they uh, went to Stroman. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes Which more sense. Which is going to be so fun. Oh my God. There's going to be just going so much drama there. It's going to be so Str funny. Marcus Stroman and Alex Verdugo are sharing a clubhouse. <laughs> like yeah get cameras in there i think that's, that's against the player the players well, unions they should, they should do it anyways yeah they should do it anyways <laughs> one day they definitely like hidden cameras in a clubhouse where guys are changing there's nothing wrong that could go wrong with that they turn over okay, just just a yeah. little rc car with like a camera on top of it just like going through the clubhouse like <laughs> So that's the image I'm going to leave everyone with tonight, today, Trek Day special. Um, Doink, it, tell us where people can find or follow you on social media um, or if – the end. That's the whole question. <laughs> yeah. Let us know where people can find and follow you on social media or any other yeah. platforms. You can, you can follow me on Twitter. 
at Doink Patrol. That's about it. That's the only yeah. place I'm really. That's that, the like, only place I'm posting. Uh, sure. It's like Paw Patrol. I, I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not a. I'm not a cop. Though. Yeah, A cab includes Paw Patrol. <laughs> Make that joke one more time. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's not a joke. It's true. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's you're talking about. Yeah. I can see why you guys were friends before this. You're always on the same page. Yeah. Uh, but at Doink Patrol on the website formerly known as Twitter. Um, of course, follow myself and Jack and follow the podcast. And I'm serious. If you want a sticker, let us know where we can send you a sticker. We'd love to send you a sticker. Forklifts, you know, inventory pending. But we will yeah. absolutely. No, you, we, have, we have to see your certification. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, love you. Okay, okay love, love you. Bye. Buddy. No, I love you. Okay, okay love I love you. Bye. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>